you are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. Your motoring. What's your price for flight? In finding Mr. Wright, you'll be all right tonight. Motor rail? Motorhead. <laughs> no. Motor That's what everyone says. That's not it's micro P motoring. I literally have nothing. Oh I know it's on. Sister Christian, Night Ranger. That's what I said. Sister Christian. Do, do, do. You have yeah, the worst taste in that. music and cigars I ever met in my life. How you don't like oh that song sucks. All the all of, You couldn't even find the song you liked. It was uh, Eric B and Rock Kim. Don't sweat the technique. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. Without a dope beat to step two. Something, 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 something. Time's up. I'm sorry I kept you. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, it's uh, I'm taking over. Because <laughs> Dom sucks. Um, Cigar Noise Boys, we got, uh, this is Tyler, um, back from the dead. We got Dominatrix, Dom, uh, Worthless Fucker. And then we got Tronimal, a.k.a. Romatron, a.k.a. Tron. And then Alex. Yo. Uh yeah, oh, yeah, I should let you guys talk. And then we got LCC Alex. What's uh, up? It's funny, these two fuckers are gonna be taking over my position when I leave. It takes two guys to replace me. I mean, I'm that good. Two guys. To... No, technically I'm your replacement. Alex is already working there. Thank you very much, Tron. Uh but are you not taking uh some of my responsibilities, Alex? Uh a handful of them. Since uh, they've been lacking the last few months. <laughs> yeah. So is Trung gonna jump on Alex's back and do like a the overcoat type of thing? Oh, the two people to be as tall as you, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, I'm not that tall. You, you make it sound like I'm some kind of beast or something or giant. I'm mm. six, only six three. Tron will have to grow his hair out though, because that's not gonna work for me. Yeah. Dude, they, I already uh, had Oh yeah, Tron can grow his hair out pretty long. It He's was cut. down on my shoulders at one point. It was down I can't to even his, imagine that. It was down to his micro peen. You know what a micro peen is, Tom? Tyler. First of all, <laughs> you've said that twice or three times now in the first five minutes. <laughs> so quick story. There's a guy who came with me to Denver this time and I would tell people about him, like, hey, did you guys see my buddy? Uh his name is Ryan. He's got a beard, sweaty, uh, micropene. Um, he wears a, he's got like receding hairline. You're like, what was that? I'm like, yeah, he's kind of sweaty all the time. He's got a beard. No, the other part. Oh, the receding hairline? So like, no, he said something about micropene. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's got a micropene. So I would introduce him to everybody that way. And then, uh, so that's all I've been saying this since I got back. It's been, it's been hell. I feel bad for people at my full time job because I've been nonstop roasting them. I feel like, you came back with just this confidence, but it's bad confidence. I hate you. That beard is <laughs> bad. You've been working out in a higher elevation. Now you can just, you feel like you can run past everybody. Yeah, we have a special guest maybe coming on tonight. And he's going to do a little bit of uh, scientific explaining about why stuff tastes different in Denver. So be on the lookout for that. Is I'm he taking over you. Tron segment? <laughs> Uh, no, that's Tron segment is a uh, an abomination. Um, <laughs> this I can segment, attest to that though. Yeah, this the the segment we have coming on is going to be an educational forum. And let's just say he's, skip, is it? 
No, Skip uh, rather be uh, dead <laughs> than be on a podcast with Dom and uh, and you two. I mean, me. I mean, come on. I'm. Well, you're Bebe Grande. Oh, Bebe Grande. I got to get my room ready in Managua. Oh, <laughs> all right. What's there? What? The, where are all you chuches smoking? All right, I'll go first then. Uh, Fuente Don Carlos the Man from the original release. When was nice. the original release? Uh, 2018. Okay. Yep, September 2018. Came with the humidor and all that. You asked him or testing him? I'm not I, – I, hey, I give Alex – I'm not afraid to um, – when someone knows more about stuff that – Alex knows way more about Davidoff and Fuente than I know, and I'm fine with that. Cause I can blow them away and all the other. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm fine. I, I gotta. I do need to learn more about fun. Do you hear yourself, man? What's up? You're uh, off the wall today. Yeah, I'm smoking. I'm smoking the uh, Paulstania. Tron, am I saying that wrong? No, you're saying that right. Paulstania Broadleaf. Uh, I'm not a torpedo guy, but this was. Uh, this was in the. No, <laughs> this was in the uh, cigar for warriors um, humidor. So I got to replace it with five more cigars. Um, it's this just is too much manbacco and testosterone for the soldiers over there in Iraq. We do appreciate you. Uh oh, who is this? Pete Johnson of no. <laughs> uh, stranger, are you there? Blink twice. Wah, wah. All right, we got we got Christopher Brown in the house. Um, he's going to talk to us about altitude in a few minutes once we're done with our um, introductions here. Don, what oh, are you nice. smoking? A tree trunk? No. Uh, four Kicks, Capa Special. I thought you said you wanted to try a tree trunks. I do. Tree trunk. You were sending me one, I thought. Yeah, I'm going to after I get uh, the Napa City blend. I'm not buying any more cigars. I'm just going to have people send me them from now on. Obviously. <laughs> Clearly, we'll get to that. Oh, God. Um, and then I am smoking a Roma Craft Neanderthal HN. Nice. Um, Tron, uh, yes. do you prefer the HN or the LH? Uh, both of them are good in their uh, distinctive ways, or respective ways, however you want to phrase it. Okay, how how close is Oveja Negra climbing up the pole to Roma Craft? Is it one A, one B, or is it one and then like two? Like, is that are those your two top brands now? Yeah, that's my core two. <laughs> core two. <laughs> um, Oveja Negra is a brand. Yeah, that's a uh, uh, Chris. Yep. Um, teach uh, teach Dom some. No, it's uh, a factory, isn't it? <laughs> it is a factory, but it's also the, you know, they have Negro Brands is the name of their company that everything's under. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Chris, nice. if you ever start a podcast, uh, make sure the guy you're with um, knows something about cigars. And then, I'm uh, learning. How long have we been doing this, Tyler? That's the whole. That's the whole thing. Tyler, you teach the you're, teacher. You're too rough on Dom. Oh, see, and Chris wow. listens to all of them. So you think I am too rough on him? Sometimes, no. Uh, All right. I'm, you should see what he texts me. It's very, like, passive-aggressive <laughs> stuff. So he fires me up before makes, I even get here. 
That makes sense that you have some like pent up aggression towards them before the podcast even starts. Bro, who makes 20 Facebook status updates in one day? What are you doing? A 15 year old high schooler. Yeah. No, they're on a, they're on a MeWe or uh snatch, snatch chat. Snatch. <laughs> no, it's TikTok, Tyler. Ticky talky. I'm shocked you're not on TikTok yet. <laughs> Uh, I have. I've been doing the some of the dances they do, the uh, backpack dance. What is that one called? I don't know. The flossing. Oh, I see. <laughs> how does he know that? <laughs> of course, of course, Tron. We got a okay, Tron. We don't have room for five people. Um, Chris, <laughs> okay, I know we bye. wanted. To, yeah, I know we <laughs> wanted to talk about this in, uh, in uh more detail later, but you sent me an interesting BuzzFeed article, so you know it's going to be 100% accurate. Um, yeah. Can you explain <laughs> that article in 30 minutes or less? That, that, that screenshot I sent you earlier? Is that what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So well, uh, It wasn't BuzzFeed. It was some other clickbait, you know, BS <laughs> site, you know, like scrolling through Facebook, but it was, it was something about, like, all this stuff that you would never know about. Um, people, like, questions people were asking about commercial airlines and stuff. And uh, towards the very end, I almost gave up on it a couple times, but I kept going. I got like down to the very bottom of the list. I was looking at this for like 30 minutes. Persevered. One of the, yeah, exactly. One of the questions was people had asked somebody with an airline, like, why does, why do the meals taste so bad? And they said, they actually don't. If you were at ground level eating this, it would, it would taste better basically. But um, it has something to do with elevation and air pressure. So, I mean, it, they said elevation, but you know, more like towards like a layman, but um, that's definitely uh, air pressure. And we had had this discussion quite a couple of weeks ago, just about <clears throat> people saying that um, you were, you were upset that cigars taste so horrible in when you're in Denver working out there. And I, and I, w- people would always say, well, it's cause it's so dry. And I'm like, I don't think that's the case. I've, I've spent plenty of time in Phoenix. One of my best friends lives there and it's drier than, anywhere in Colorado that I know of. And uh, I never had any issues with cigars. So I'm like, it must be the elevation. Like I, I have not spent a lot of time um, in, you know, in any of the Rocky mountain States. So, you know, I don't ever recall that, but I know so many people have talked about it, that it was like, that's what it has to be. And um, you know, I, I do like everyone, you guys all familiar with like shit palette. Like you have a day where just, yeah. Every cigar you smoke, even if it's your regular stuff, just tastes horrible for some reason. So in all my years of smoking, I kind of thought, like, I'm like, there's got to be an explanation for that. Like, it doesn't, it's not just like, you know, because it could have been the day before I smoked two cigars and they were not palate scorchers, you know, yeah. and like, or, or it was the day when I smoked seven cigars, then that would make sense. But it wasn't always the case. So, you know, I kind of was like, I wonder if it has something to do with air pressure, because I noticed on days that in Pittsburgh here, um, there, there'd be like a storm coming in and like the, you know, the air pressure changes and, and it's, you know, the sky gets kind of gray and, you know, or, or the humidity starts to rise, like all this other stuff. And I'm like, I bet it has something to do with that. And then that is literally the extent of how, how much I've thought about it. So I'd, I'd love to talk to someone, you know, with more of a scientific background that could explain that, you know, how it affects the human sense of taste and, and olfactory sense and stuff. So if I eat, it. sorry, go ahead, yeah. Alex. <laughs> oh, it was an Alex. It was Tyler. Then I'll talk. 
Um, <laughs> if I eat spinach with cooked with cheese, my teeth feel like rubber and I can't taste anything the rest of the day. <laughs> it's a real thing. <laughs> There's a name for it. Go ahead, Tyler. Um, Dom, if you went camping and you woke up with a sore rear end, would you tell anybody? Dom. I'm, uh, I'm looking something up. I'm muted. Would you tell anybody? Am I? That's what's that kind of question? Would you tell what, anybody? I, am I sitting on a rock funny? Yes or no. be explicit. Yes or no. Would you tell anybody? It wouldn't happen. Hypothetical. Right. You want to go camping? It's a logical fallacy. I hate you. <laughs> if it happens, I'll let you know. Yeah, so fucking that's that's the only thing I don't like about Denver besides it being fucking huge is the uh cigars taste like you're sick or like this flat. So it's it's very uh yeah. frustrating. Yeah, that's what I that's what I notice when when with this stuff is like it's just things are just off like there's no everything's like muted and just not correct and uh like I said, it, I, I notice it here on days when it's like either there's a storm happening or about to happen, like on the tail end of the storm or like on a sunny day when the humidity drops and the air pressure goes back to normal, like it doesn't, you know, everything's fine, but very strange. And another thing too, like with Denver, I mean, um, for me, it takes me a few, well, obviously with the elevation, it takes me a few days for my body to get adjusted to the thinner air. And then um, like every, yeah, nothing tastes, like I think about it too, like when you're on the airplane, stuff tastes different too. It's just, it's so fucking weird how, um, and that I've had like big heated debates with Eric and uh, Jordan. They, they kept calling me Steve Saka because Saka comes to Denver and bitches about uh, um, his palate uh, and how stuff doesn't taste good. And so I know uh, I was talking to uh, Jonathan Drew, uh, Alex, and uh, there it is. <laughs> he wanted to, he wanted me to do a little, uh, experiment but i didn't have time to go to a, a local b&m and try it out uh nick we should ask nick when we get him on again about it because he has a he used to have a place in boulder i believe so he spent quite a bit of time in, in colorado so but the same thing chris i was thinking i'm like i spent a lot of well i've spent i spent a week in phoenix vegas stuff tastes different but i think that's because of the you know, the trade show samples are different than regular production stuff from certain companies, I will say. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. So it's, uh, they're almost like, like, like super duper dry box or something, you know, not saying they're dried out and ruined, but like just that, you know, that severe change of humidity, like definitely yeah, something. It reminds me of almost of, uh, um, the movie with, uh, the interview when they went to Korea and they had that, that, uh, grocery store, and they're like, oh, look, there's all these uh, groceries in there. And then you look in there and all, they have one row of groceries and everything behind it is like, there's nothing in there. So it's kind of like right. these cigars are almost just display cigars, but here have a sample. And cause the thing is, no one's smoking a cigar and say, mm, that's fucking, let me get 20 boxes. When you're ordering yeah. shit, because I've done, I've, I've ordered through you, you order stuff based on get a couple boxes of what's new and then get the proven shit. It's not like you're. You know, these people that yeah. need to, to try every, you know, try everything before they bring it in, you know, just fucking bring it in. Like, what's the point? You buy two boxes. If you can't sell two boxes to your customers, maybe you shouldn't have a fucking brick and mortar, in my opinion. <laughs> that's, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> All right, Dom, next topic number one. Next trade show, I'm going to review everything I smoke right there on the floor. 
We should in do one that. day. <laughs> back to back. Yeah. One tripping. One puff. Hey, speaking of one puff, did you put JP up to the prank call? He called you? Do you know anything about this? I swear to God, I know nothing. I'm I'm pretty sure it was him. What happened? Dude, I so I was just zapped. My brain was mush after uh, I finished all my grading yesterday. And I just came outside and I got a call from an unknown number. I was like, oh, hi, this is Steve from Cigar Aficionado. Um <laughs> You know, we really like what you're doing with, like, the poetry, and uh, we want to see if we can do something with you. And I was just completely caught off guard, and then you said something about One Puff Tyler. And I was like, because that's not your handle now. You haven't had that in a while. I was like, who, how is he referencing this? And I stayed on the whole call. I didn't, I was trying to think what JP's name was. JP. Was, yeah. Thanks. But it just, I felt embarrassed. I thought maybe you recognize his voice. It sounded like him. I didn't hear any A's, but I mean, he has a Canadian accent, so it should be pretty, pretty obvious. But. So we're gonna be featured in Cigar Aficionado for up and coming podcast. I was trying to, dude. I couldn't because re- I had just read the latest <laughs> issue that day. So I was trying to think. Well, how do they know my number? How I? It was bad. I hope he doesn't air it because I just there was silence for like half of it. That sounds you blew you blew our shot to get in CA. They probably wanted us to get a pay twenty grand for an ad for the online site or something. Well, yeah, that's the other half. If it wasn't a prank call, then I'm sorry. I know his name's Steve. Well, we had a fucking you had an, uh, an email with somebody who wanted us to the sponsor, and that turned out to be a that was probably JP too. <laughs> Sending the bots our way. Yeah. All right. Topic number whatever. Go, Dom. You have plenty of stuff you were saying. Yeah, Tron. What's the deal with your hashtag cigar simp? I saw you hashtag uh, this, and I have no clue why you're doing this. Um, Tyler actually told me to do it. <laughs> what, you guys are going to squeal on me like that? Don't commit a no, crime with Tron. It's not a positive thing, right? <laughs> Now, basically, in, in my terms, what a cigar simp is, um, they'll do anything to get what they like, basically. And if that, if that makes sense. If that includes reach arounds, um, mouth hugs. Does it include paying like 50% over MSRP on like Facebook sales groups for something Actually, that came out like six months I, ago? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't do that, but. To a certain extent, I'll get, I'll, I'll do whatever. <laughs> so is it just synonymous with weasel? What's the difference? No. Tyler, um, Tron, explain the nuances. Well, simp is basically, uh, a regular simp is basically somebody who um, does a lot of nice things for a female that will never sleep with them. Um <laughs> So, I mean, if that's the case, I've accidentally been a simp a couple of times. <laughs> oh, I mean, I think we've all been guilty of that. Um, uh, definitely. Uh, oh, you left out my joke here. Let me go buy you a car. Uh, no. Um, so, basically, <laughs> not, not I just <laughs> – um, yeah, I don't know where I came up with Cigar Simp. Um, but uh, it basically, it's like, it's like a, being a weasel, but 
more depressing, I would say. Um, it's funny because, like, I'll be, like, at the airport. Like, I was in Denver, and P- I had my headphones in, and people are asking me what the weasel means. And they always think about uh, Pauly Shore, like, the weasel. Uh, I've never even seen that movie. Um, and I explained to them how everybody wants a fucking free cigar. Um, and the whole, like, I still think it's fucking funny when Skip started that uh, Weasel Team 6 group, that little introduction he did. He's like, y'all have been invited to a group where none of you have any talent or skills <laughs> to bring to the table uh, to be in this group, but <laughs> you're you were invited anyways. So, um, speaking of weasels, uh, are you guys going to Weasel Fest? If it happens, I got my first step right. of my vaccine. Alex is all vaccinated. I, right. I, I got my first get off lined up for tomorrow. Nice. It's uh, it's quick and easy, man. I got I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make it just because of work stuff, but um, if, if I can, if work is cool with it, then I will be there, but I'm not sure how it's going to work out just yet. But yeah, it was, I Skip saw, is listening. I'm trying. I'm trying, my <laughs> mind. Um, I got mine under the, the bridge. I saw a bunch of people there passing around a needle, so that's where I got my uh, test at was under oh, the bridge. Uh, home bridge in Milwaukee. Sharing is caring. Mm-hmm. That's in May, right? Yeah. Yes. Ooh, I didn't know Walgreens has their own band-aids. That's pretty du- dude, I look fucking ripped. Look at that. Ooh. That's offloading four hundred bags at one time. Um so Denver, man, they're offering two months to go back. Have you ever lived in a hotel for two months before? I've done two and a half weeks, I've done three weeks. Um I wish I didn't come back because you get like settled in. But like you have to, I have to let them know by Friday if I want to go. Well, months. Two months is rough in a hotel, but yeah, it's a, you. You know, they put you in like a kitchenette, and then you get a per diem and shit. Um, and then you can work a ton of overtime because my plan is to buy a nice size house in Austin, so I can have people visit me. Uh, you, know? you need like four hundred grand just to even start looking. Well, yeah, I know, I know. Um, uh. I'm looking, I'm going to be looking, here's the thing. I, I'm not, I know uh, Mike and Skip do have a lot of real estate in Austin. So uh, Mike's going to help me find the joint, but I kind of got to like pick an area like that is probably close to, probably closer to Skip's house than headquarters. Cause I usually hang out at Skip's place more than I do at headquarters, especially if I'm going to be working there. Um, yeah. I mean, working at the airport. But you're also going to be working at the airport, right? Yeah, I'll be working full-time at the airport, and then probably, uh, basically, whenever they get, I don't know how much I talked about this, but basically just um, when they get big shipments in, um, which I kind of did uh, in December, I helped with that, and those funny skips like, oh, it's a lot of work. I'm like, dude, I'm, I offload 200 bags <laughs> off of a 737, 800, you know, it's like, I think I can, and then the thing is, they work at it like a, a much slower pace, no, no offense, John, <laughs> but I'm used to like, getting the shit off really quick and then getting the shit back on, pushing it out and getting another one. This is, you're kind of, you're, you're pulling shit. You're getting the boxes ready. You're smoking a cigar. Oh, look at that. It's lunchtime. Oh, what do we got? We got barbecue. We got tacos, you know, I just, I'm just <laughs> I, don't want to gain back the weight I lost because uh, being with Skip, man, he, he orders a shitload of food. I'm like, dude, it's just the three of us. And Arlen and Fiorello <laughs> don't eat much at all. So, and Skip, Skip actually doesn't eat that much. Is not like 
I ate way more than him when I was at my uh, heaviest. Like Skip doesn't, Skip doesn't eat that much. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he has slow metabolism. But yeah, uh, Dom. So, oh wait, go on out. Is this? Sorry. I was gonna say, is this why you haven't given back my travel humidor yet? Waiting yeah, to hold on to the hard case. <laughs> it's in my car. Um, but here's Tyler, what happened to your SNS humidor? Your your travel travel case oh. from Kingston Center. Um, I have that too, and I have that a at home too. Yeah, let's talk it. about that. So, <laughs> last time I was in Denver, um, I didn't have time to smoke. Um, only time I really smoked was at um, uh, Cigar Dojo. Um, and then uh, so I didn't bring much cigars, but the first two weeks there was a lot more downtime because we had we went up to like 220 flights during Christmas. And the, like the first week of January, then we dropped from 220 down to 160. And then we, then we ramped back up for spring break. So I had only one week of the 220 flights and then two weeks, of 160 flights. So I had a lot of downtime. Um, so I only brought, no, I, I, I mean, a lot of downtime at work. We don't have a, Denver is different. They don't have a whole break room dedicated to a, a war zone like we do in Milwaukee, but, um, so I was in, in a pinch, and I tagged some some uh, brothers of the Leaf, Tron, uh, Shane, and Alex. Uh, I know Dom didn't have any cigars to send, so I didn't ask him. That's a smart call. Alex went a little overboard. I owe Alex a lot. But uh, I yeah, did give good. Alex a five-pack of Little Boris last time he was over so he can do for future housework. So I have a little bit, I have a little bit of equity, but not much because he sent me a shitload of cigars. Well, and the the black label hat. Oh yeah, I gotta get the black label hat. Cause you mean the um, Van Negra hat? Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> See how that can be confusing. It's not just me, right? Oh, it's the same. <laughs> um, Tron's just shaking his head. <laughs> has everybody here smoked a hyena? Yes, I have not yet. Yeah, I have some, but I haven't smoked any yet. How many do you have, Chris? Uh, I got uh, 10 of the Coronas and five of the Lonsdales. Okay. Um, what do you guys think? I just had them from Small Batch. I saw them on there one night and just grabbed them real quick. Uh, I bought, real quick, we're going to go back to the hyena, but I bought a five, a six-pack sampler of the Salon cigars. You hear, you've heard of those? Yeah. Yeah, how are those? Uh, pretty solid. Um, I had a, the Connecticut. I have a one puff review coming up. Uh, I did the Connecticut and then I did the Broadleaf and then um, and then I did a. Uh, I ordered eight of the street tacos from Rojas. They only had the Toros, uh, which I'm gonna give to some to Tron, some to Alex, some to Shane for um, sending me shit. And then I got a, a sampling of the Casa Cuevas stuff because I haven't had any of that shit. So, um, have you had any of that, Chris? Uh, I, I had I have some of the um, street tacos. Um, I haven't I haven't tried one yet. Uh, but no, no stuff is always spot on. Usually, I mean, he's there's only I think he's made maybe two cigars that I didn't like. Um, but the Casa Cuevas, I'm not I'm not a huge uh, um, Dominican smoker, but um, I did I did enjoy the uh, La Mandaria. I think it was the LE from two years ago. Or oh yeah, I got one of those uh, like the hammer. Because uh, somebody yeah, broke yeah. into their uh, headquarters in Florida, 
and stole all their cigars and they yeah. used a sledgehammer to break through there? Nope. Fucking everybody's stealing cigars. Okay, Tron, Alex, what do you guys think of the hyena? It's definitely in my top three um, Cameroons. Top three? Yeah. All right, let me guess. The uh, In no Benji, particular order, huh? <laughs> uh, Benji Menendez, uh, Cameroon, La Aurora, Cameroon, and uh, Hemingway. Yes. <laughs> Perdomo? Perdomo. Perdomo. <laughs> oh, they used to make a Cameroon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you got Baca, Hyena, and Swarm? Yep. All right, that's, that's too easy. Okay, top top four, you can throw in the uh, Aladino Cameroon, too. Yeah, that's hunt. just what I was going to say. Honduran <laughs> Cameroon. Did you guys smoke, anyone smoke the war zone? The Espinosa Cameroon from a couple years ago? Yeah, that's a good Cameroon. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sort of an Espinosa fanboy, but I, I really enjoyed the um, the uh, the uh, shorter Churchill that just came out. Oh, who didn't like, oh, Developing Palettes ripped it apart, but I don't think they like any yeah, cigars. Every no, single right, time they like review him. something, it's just, ah, oh, this is an average, below subpar. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, cut they, down some uh, Illusione stuff in the last few months, which they usually give those really high marks. But yeah, that uh, I I, I'm still undecided on that PCA. Yeah, um, I like it still. I think it's a good cigar. Well, fucking yeah. buy a bundle. We got ten bundles left. I bought. I think I bought almost a full bundle already. I've bought in two bundles. I gotta buy a third probably. But I still think Dion should throw a fucking UFO on that. He should have put a different band on there, not the Cigar Privy band. <laughs> yeah, Privy, well, that band is what he always used for, like, single store releases, like, years, like, 10 years ago. But um, then he started, then he came out with the actual Cigar's Privy line, which there's, like, two different wrappers and, like, three Batolas of each side, you know, each one. And then they um, have the box press that, ones. Yeah, and after that, everything just went out the window. Like, he uses that band for anything that's not in one of the other lines. Um, Alex, what did you think of the hyena? I liked it. Um, I think the Baca was a little better. It's up there with Baca, though, and I really liked the Aladino just because it wasn't – it was that Honduran. It just tastes a little different, which I did not mind. Um, yeah, good cigar, though. I'll definitely get some more of them. Any any company that makes a Lonsdale makes me happy. <laughs> Um, so for me, the hyena, it was good. Um, I still think it is a step below the swarm and I still think it's, and I'm not sure I'm, I'm not, I am biased, but not that. I think, uh, the Baca is still four or five notches. I think, I still think, I mean, that's just my profile is it's a Nicaraguan spin on a Cameroon wrapper, in my opinion. I don't know. Um, I really like the Baca. I'm glad. Uh, I'm curious to see how it ages. I have a box of Pygmy from the original release. I got it small batch because Tron bought all the ones at our shop, and I, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't get any, so I had to order from small batch. All right, Dom. Topic number eight. You guys remember Abercrombie models? Yeah, Zach Efron. <laughs> yeah, no, just weird. one of them. No, no, just that used to be a thing. Just weird to think about. That uh, might be after my time. I might uh, be a little older. Yeah, old for that one. 
Um, on Facebook, I see some people posting in the, uh, the weasel group and they have a label visual storyteller. Does that just mean they take pictures with their phone? I don't understand that. Yes, sir. Are you guys visual storytellers? I don't post much on Facebook. Okay. Well, should have checked. Same. I, that applied to you guys. I only before. post really in our in our LCC Revival Facebook group. That's about it. Yep. Um, I don't have it prepared, but Tyler, remember we did kind of like Mad Libs a few times? Yeah, you didn't know what it meant. I, I know what it means. So what I'm going to do from now on is I'm going to pull up an Ezra Zion email <laughs> and that'll be my template. And I'll just pull out some words here and there. That's a good idea. That's a really yeah. good idea. <laughs> That's a work in progress. Um, Tyler, you had a, an idea for a segment that we never did. Oh, is the one I texted you a while back? You had no... Um, 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 uh, response to it? I don't. I don't think so. Oh, well, what's the topic? The la when um, was the last time you did this? Yeah, when was the last time you smoked a Kristoff? Or you just pick like a random yeah. brand or something like that? What was the last yeah. time you smoked a Kristoff? Anybody? Can you remember? I had a Kristoff firecracker uh, about two months ago, man. How was it? The pissed off Kristoff? Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, I like that one. It was tasty, but it was over before, you know, it was over too quick as, as with all the firefighters. Okay. Uh, Alex? Alex Tron. It's, I think I smoked a Kristoff last when Kevin became the rep for them. Our, our area rep, Kevin Hatchie, he was a member and a regular at our shop. And so that's probably been at least four or five years now. Yeah, I think he's been a rep them for about three years. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe it's only been that. One. Tron's dad used to be a big Kristoff guy. Is he still into the Kristoffs? Uh, he kind of moved away from Kristoffs a little bit, smoking a little bit more boutique -y type of stuff. So, when's the last time you had a Kristoff? Uh, about this time last year. Do you so, know what it was? I think it was the. GC Select, I want to say Robusto. Dom? Oh, two years ago, it was the Pissed Off. Yeah, I had the Pissed Off Firecracker, I think on July 4th, I might have had that. That's just, it, I mean, Pissed Off, here's the thing. I think they make some pretty good stuff. Like, they have an actual Cameroon, they say. Um, and um, the Pissed Off is solid. I thought the the vengeance was good. Um, some people like Coop had it like number two or three. Bear had it as yeah, number one cigar the, of the year. Is that the Broadleaf, the Connecticut Broadleaf? Yeah, but yeah. I in my one puff review of the Broadleaf I did from Stallone, um, I I still kind of said the same thing. I'm like, you really can't fuck up a Broadleaf unless you try to fuck it up, you know, because it's such a great fucking <laughs> rapper. Um, Did it specify w which broadleaf it was? Like if it was Connecticut or Pennsylvania or somewhere else? I'm pretty sure it's Connecticut. Um, <laughs> the 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 bones came out and said it was a U.S. broadleaf, so they're really leaving it yeah. uh, ambiguous for you. Yeah, and I've I've heard some people say, well, that's because half of it grows in Massachusetts, but like 
you know, if you've ever listened to Nick Melillo, like, you know, like, yeah, half of the Connecticut River Valley is actually in Massachusetts, but that still is, counts as Connecticut probably, you know, like they could be growing in Tennessee or someplace. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, I got a little bit of an explanation about why uh, um, my cigar was fucked up that I blended. Um, apparently, I wrote this down. Is uh, so when I was when I changed the wrapper from San Andreas to Connecticut Broadleaf on the Viso Horny, um, I told Anthony uh, Esteban's son, I said, uh, you know, Connecticut Broadleaf, and uh, he put Connecticut. So Skip told me that it's like Broleaf, B R O L I F, is Broadleaf, like in Spanish, and C O N E R. ICO is Connecticut. So I'm like, well, I didn't put either of those. So why would they think, you know, I said Connecticut for, I mean, I, and Anthony knows really good. He doesn't think he knows good English. He knows really good English. So. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, I remember him speaking English well when I was down there. Yeah. So, um, I'm willing to take this one. I'll, I'll take this one on the chin. I don't want Anthony to get into something. Um, but, uh, I don't know why he wouldn't just confirm it before you. And this is like, it was funny. I'm like, I think I said this on a podcast. I asked Skip, oh, is that why you're, you, you're in Nicaragua? He's like, yep. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> but uh, in the Heckle and Jekyll podcast with Jack Taranio and Hector Alfonso, they, um, I asked that about the Visa Horny and, and Skip said, well, Tyler's a master blender, but he doesn't know the difference between Broadleaf and Connecticut Shade. I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I, I think Skip, and then here's the thing too: is Skip keep he keeps telling me like, oh, it's it's called Viso Horny, shouldn't it all be Viso? Well, first of all, he's the one who came up with Viso Horny. I just blended it as based on the individual components I smoked. I didn't, you know, because there's there's kind of like a formula of how you blend a cigar. It's like there's different, like you know, you can pick, you know, you got four fillers, binder, wrapper, and then you pick. Um, like two Lajeros, a Seiko, a Viso, or three Visos, one Seiko. It's kind of like you plug it in like in a fucking equation, like a algorithm um, yeah. is what kind of Skip showed me. And I know like some people, um, they'll blend it like like 25% this, 25% that, you know, like kind of easy, 50% this, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. remember the name. Sure. Is that oh? Is that oh, is that fucking uh? Who is that? The guy from Lincoln Park. I don't know his name. Oh, anyways, um, yeah. So I asked uh, Skip Hubbles tasted that that full body blend with the Connecticut wrapper. He said the small Vitola was good. The rest of them were unsmokable. I'm like, I'll be the judge of that oh, wow. motherfucker. Bring him, bring him to Austin. I'll smoke him, <laughs> smoke him up. <laughs> and I'm sure Dom and Alex. Are they going to remake him with the, the Connecticut brother? Yeah, Skip said he took care of that. But I don't know if he switched everything to Viso, though. Because I was kind of telling him, I'm like, well, because I didn't have the – he's the one – here's the thing. If, if I'm doing something with Skip and I'm not, like, paying for anything, he can do whatever the fuck he wants to do with it because it's not like I'm a customer. Like, it's just a hobby or something. So if he wants to – you know, if he gets excited about it and wants to do it, I'm happy. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. You know, like, he picked the Votolas. Like, I would have went a little different route. Um, but he picked the four Vitolas, and they only made three. 
So, but uh, Anthony kept asking me when I'm coming down to Nicaragua to pick up the samples. I'm like, well, Skip will be down there. He can send them with the Segundos back up to Austin. So, who knows? I'm just afraid to overstep my uh, my boundaries here, especially on something I'm not paying for. You know. <laughs> How many are you making? Um, it was just a bundle of each of each size. Oh, so, okay. and then uh, I, gotcha. I I wrote this fucking funny ass press release. And I asked Skip if I can post it. He's like, dude, we haven't even finalized it yet. I'm like, well, we're not really finalizing anything. It's just, it's kind of this whole Viso Horny thing is kind of like a joke, but it's actually a good cigar. It was a really good cigar, which is a San Andreas. Like Skip was surprised how much he liked it in Austin. He's like, I'm not getting the sweetness from the Maduro, so we should switch to the wrapper. So. You got to do bands. Yeah, I thought about that. Um, I told Skip I wanted a tobacco leaf with a, a leaf boner. And uh, he said, please uh, delete me on Facebook. <laughs> so, um, I'm sure it can be right. done in like a tasteful way. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be like a full heart on. It could be like a half chub, <laughs> you know. That's not what I mean. It can be like you don't see it at first. But if you really look hard, you can see it. Yeah, not too hard, though. I don't want it. Um, have you guys tried the, the Viaje Circa 45 Reserva? Nope. Is that the, the newest one with the, the San Andreas wrapper? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I've tried I've tried every size of it at this point. What do you think? So I I, I, I basically know which factory it, it comes out of, but I, I you know don't want to say it on here and, and insult anybody, but um, only one of the four smoked okay. And it wasn't great, but the other three all had construction issues like that were one of them was like unsmokable the the Churchill size that that edition Limitada. Oh, um, and they're expensive. So, and I and it, yeah, expensive and and uh, they um, I dry boxed them like they you know like one of them that Churchill I I cut it cold drawed realized it was like you know impossible to smoke and then I just left it on my table in my smoking room for like two weeks and then I just smoked it a couple nights ago and uh, it had dried out a little bit more um, but not enough to you know remedy the issue with it so speaking of palate scorchers that one was a palate scorcher like that wrecked me yes yeah that's uh, that, i think it's the st andrews wrapper it's over overwhelming on that blend yep. but that's I another agree. thing i tell people with biaje let it sit for a while i mean try it now it's just so hard to to know what's gonna be good and what's not and I feel like 2020, he started off strong, and then he kind of, it's kind of like went um, down a little bit. But then again, he probably hasn't been to Nicaragua in probably a year and a half, you know. Right. All those, everyone is just flying blind over the last year. Like they're hoping the factory gets it right and sends them the right stuff. Yeah, that's why I think brands like um, uh, Tatuaje, uh, I mean, with, um, Brands that are using like Noxa, um, brands that are using uh, or uh, Skip, Oveja Negra, like those cats who are down there, like Skip's down there. James and Angela have been down there the whole fucking time. Uh, Pete right. went down there, but I mean, also Pete is fucking in the family, so you know the stuff from Papine's going to be in that. I thought Tatuaje was probably the hottest fucking brand of. Uh, of 2020 uh, man. I mean, I feel like every, I don't, I feel like I wasn't 
um, let down by anything. Um, I was kind of hoping a little bit. I got to go back and try the MBS again, the Kruger. But um, everything else, man, the it's uh, it was really fucking good. I thought he had a great year. Yeah, I I expected to see more Broadleaf. I mean, I, there was a shortage for a couple of years, but he he posted something like a year ago saying like we just acquired like seventy seven thousand pounds of Broadleaf or something like that. Or Jaime was checking it out, or you know, he was at, at Lancaster Leaf or someplace like you know bidding on it, or some, there was some post like a year ago. Yeah. About that, so like I'm like we're a year. Uh, that was a year ago. Like there, we should be swimming in Broadleaf Tatawahe cigars at this point. <laughs> yeah, and he but showed me all the all the all the Polones with Broadleaf in there um, at uh, at the Papines factory. So I think uh, yeah, I, I know they I know they ferment it slower, so it could be that it's still in the you know, in the production, um, but I don't, you know, yeah, something that heavy would probably take a year to ferment if I'm remembering shit correctly. Um, especially the, the thicker, heavier, higher priming will take, that'll take a fucking year. Yep. I think, um, I, I did see some, um, broadleaf collection stuff coming in stock in a few places like online. Um, oh yeah, we've had, we've had, yeah, we've had all the broadleaf stuff. Um, I think he said he's coming out with the Cohete broadleaf, right? Next year, yeah, next January. Yeah. Did you, Tyler? Did you order any of the um, any of the NHC uh, lawn sales? No, the, um, we're getting a few boxes. Going? We're getting a few boxes at the shop. Nice. Which I'm not telling anybody because I want a box of them. <laughs> I was able well, to. You're broadcasting, bro. <laughs> No, we're not broadcasting on Facebook, and the customers at LCC, I doubt, listen to this. So, well, as of right now, I'm a customer of LCC. Oh, mm-hmm. so you want a you want a box? Is that what you're saying? No, exactly. <laughs> what rapper is on that? Is that Sumatra? Uh, Sumatra. Yeah, it looks it looks almost identical in shade to the uh, little boards. Mm. So. It's not as dark as like the CQ2 or any of you know any of the real dark Sumatra stuff, but um, it looks good. I'm gonna smoke my first one tomorrow. Um, Are they twenty count boxes? Yeah. The boxes look yeah, fucking like huge. A, I thought they were like fifty counts, but then um. Oh, uh, it's um, a tiny little box. It's, yeah, it's it looks huge. Like 43 ring gauge box press. Nice. Yeah, they they look pretty cute. Dan gave me one um, when he came to. Um, when he came to our event last February, last March, yeah, he brought me one. And then uh, it's here's the thing about Dan. I fucking love Dan, but like I remember, I gave Dan a CQ two or a little Boris, and he was happy as fuck to get one. Like he smoked it right there. I remember we yeah. had Saka in for an event, and I'm like, oh here, you want a, a firecracker? He's like, oh, I can get these anytime I want. I'm like, okay, well, I thought maybe you just want to smoke one now. Sorry, I'll uh, I'll take it back then. <laughs> But, you know, Dan was like, oh, yeah, I'll smoke that shit. Oh, last question uh, about that. Um, the 50-year uh, Pete birthday, are those technically wet-packed? Or what's the deal? I, I don't know, actually. That would be a Pete, that's a Pete question. Because um, it, it, you can usually tell the wet-packs because of the foil. Like, when you open the box, they'll have that silver or that gold embossed foil. They're foiled. Um, I know that. I know, like, when uh, yeah. when Tommy Farrell from uh, Nickel City, uh, shout out Tommy, great dude. He uh, 
Pete had commented, he's like, oh, I'm surprised you didn't stash a few of those away, you know, and let them, let them, uh, let them, uh, uh, what was the word he used? Uh, congeal together, or whatever the fuck he said, meld together. So, um, yes, do. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, is letting, um, I got the J21 and the Regios letting those, uh, maybe open them up on my 50th birthday. Nice. You guys remember, um, when Mombacho switched that new media company for the marketing? Yeah. I just, cause they just got back on to like a bunch of photos and I checked this marketing company only has 92 followers on Instagram. Oh my God. I just thought that was interesting. That company is uh, very interesting. I think they're focusing 100% on Europe now. Yeah, Europe. And so one of the partners is a um, Canadian guy. Um, I met him. He's a friend of Jim Robinson's. And I, uh, I met him the last day of the trade show two years ago. We were hanging out at the, the bar at the hotel. And very nice guy. I can't remember his name, but um, seemed very cool. Yeah, I think Jim was distributing Mumbacho for a hot minute after Romacraft. Yeah, Romacraft was distributing them for a minute. And then uh and then Island Jim was gonna distribute him. I don't know if he ended up doing it. Yeah. Um did you here's an interesting fact. Um did you know that Aganorsa Leaf actually owns the trademark to the name Mombacho for a cigar? Yeah, they've been fighting about that for a while. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised there's never been like a resolution to it. Like, you, you know, you think you'd see like an article on Half Wheel, like, oh, they settled this dispute. You know, they're going to let them use it, but they're for an undisclosed amount of money or so, you know something like that. But just never hear anything about it. Yeah, Tatawahe and Aganorsa are two companies I would never want to infringe on their. Uh, um, there was just trademarks. that. Today I was at the Giant Monster, Green Monster is United. Green Monster. Yeah, United did it with Asylum, CLE. Thank you. Yes, um, and they just canceled that. They small or Half Wheel said it's probably or could be Tatuai because the Monster series. Right. But it's it's exactly what I told Chris. He brought it up. I saw it, but. You know, Eduardo's got so much fucking money. That's the last person I want to take to court. Is Eduardo? Yeah. <laughs> fucking. Uh, he seems he seems like a reasonable man. Like he would he would work something out with you if your business depended on it. You know what I mean? I yeah, like, I agree with that. Yeah. Dudes, like, they're all totally, good guys. Yeah. They just. I think they. You know, they if you have intellectual property, you have to defend it. Like it's it's nothing personal, but you know, exactly. You have to, yeah. Maintain ownership of it. It's valuable. Yeah. Have you any of you guys smoked the uh um the new firecracker, the Irish car bomb? Not yet. Nope, not yet. I got one from Tron, but haven't been able to have it yet. Chris? I haven't uh, I'll I'll probably end up skipping that one. I just cause I saw they sold out everywhere, um pretty quick. So um but I'm not a huge Candela guy. Like it's not my, no, it's not my thing. Alex, so. do we have any more car bombs left? Uh, we had, a, we sold a bunch of them right away. Yeah, then, I think so. We should we, have about like, we sold like 15 or so of the packs in, in one day, like 12 hours. Yeah. 
but now we just got wow. uh, 10 more 10, packs. But we haven't posted that we got them. Yeah, that's true. So we should we maybe should do a post with that. Yeah, we have at least five left because I don't think we opened that second new bundle yet. Market them when McGregor has another fight. McGregor, look at the Irish. <laughs> All right. Have, have any of you tried the Memento Mori by uh, Black Label? No, no. I'd love to get my hands on one, but yeah. It's a good cigar. I could do my uh, fun fact of the day. That's what I was gonna. I was going to you for. Let's hear it. Let's hear so your fucked up fact. The, um, talking about the Memento Mori. Does anybody know what that is outside of a cigar? No. I don't. So basically, Memento Mori is Latin for "remember death" or remember you will die so basically what it is is that it's something that you would keep around you uh give it a piece of jewelry with like a coffin motif or a skull or something like that or uh, it's popular with paintings back in like the 16th century and basically mm -hmm. it was you kept something around to remind you that you will die uh, the reason i bring it up is that i think that society as a whole kind of thinks that they have a invincibility aspect to them as a whole, not saying everybody. Um, I just think it's a cool fact uh, that nobody really realizes that people used to do that. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't too uh, morbid. Um, <laughs> good job, Sean. Huh? Good job, good job man. You. That was a good fact. Good yeah. on you. Um, actually, just to extend that a little bit deeper, um, like, so tell, right us about around, your, uh, tell us about your first homicide. Um, so it was back in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up this hooker. She was hitchhiking. All right. I'm sorry. Um, go on. So, um, kind of as like a memento mori type of thing what people actually used to do when photography actually kind of came about was that they would take um, post-mortem pictures with their deceased, uh, recently deceased family members. And uh, you could usually tell who's living and who's dead because of the long exposure that you had to do for to take the actual photo. So somebody that was living would actually look a little blurry. And the person that would be deceased is actually clear as day in the photo. Um, That's not weird. Look, it's not really. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> so that's it. Nice. Man, I've been working well, a gents, lot. I'm gonna have to bow out early. I've got to attend to something with work. I got to make a couple phone calls for an emergency. So thank you for having me, guys, and I appreciate it and look forward to the next one. All right. Thanks, Thanks man. You. Thanks for being on. Thank you. Later, right, guys. Soon. Thank you. Yep. Later. All right. Now we finally got him off. There, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Chris? I said, what else you got there? Oh, man. Um, 
none of this is going to be, well, this is weird because it was like over a month ago, but I had like two back-to-back dreams, one that TLE wanted me to be on their show, and then that foundation came out with, um, Tyler, remember you talking about the El Subtimo, the really small nub ones? Yeah. That foundation came out with the version, um, but it was like really chiseled like a trapezoid. <laughs> Well, you said this was a dream? Yeah. Huh. This is random stuff I wrote down. You had a dream that you were invited to the TLE experience, lounge yeah. experience, and then yeah. you had a dream that the uh, neck came out with just a tip. Cigar. Yep. Oh, next time you guys try the Chartero Cabano, smell the uh, the smoke yeah, coming off the foot. That's a good one. Oh, it's fantastic. I, was, to yeah, me, I was really impressed with that little Corona. I, I think I have the Toro. Um, but it smells like a Hallmark store. Ooh, I yeah. like Hallmark. Me too. <laughs> Speaking of Hallmark, moves. what's your guys' favorite holiday? Halloween. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with a weird one here, and it's not because of the holiday itself. It's just because of the timing, but Easter, because it's I love the spring, like this time of year, and Easter is always like the first, like, sort of thing, um, you know, the like first holiday that occurs around that time. St. Patrick's Day is up there for me. Big oh, thing. I should have sent you, I should have sent you a car bomb then. I don't like, the, the bands look too, uh, too cheap. What the fuck? I like it to look good. That's what I'm saying. You need <laughs> to put a band on yours. It's, it's the experience. Oh. My favorite holiday is, uh, Christmas, I think. Um, I just love fucking Christmas, even though I haven't, I haven't, um, I've, I work every Christmas cause I can't pass up the money, but I feel like I should take off a, a one Christmas and, uh, um, and it's cool. Cause the last two like Christmas weeks I've been in Austin. And, uh, so that was a lot of fun. Um, me and Skip would drive around downtown and show me around and it's looking at the lights and shit. And like, I've said this before, but growing up, we were, I had kind of like a weird childhood and we were, we were, we were pretty poor, um, especially when my dad was in the army. Um, so like we would do a lot of like, just looking at, go, uh, go to, go to downtown Milwaukee and just look at the lights and shit. So I got good memories of that. And then my birthday is in September, end of September. So I've always liked fall. So like, I'm not a big like horror guy, um, but I feel like um, Halloween and that kind of that, like pumpkin patches and shit like that. I'm a big fan of uh, of that stuff. Like uh, there's a place called Apple Holler. I don't know if Tron, you've probably been there. It's um, on the border of uh, Wisconsin and uh, Illinois. And it's uh, it's a really cool, I mean, it's fucking, it's outrageous. Um, you're spending 40 bucks on a fucking pumpkin and 20 hours on a candy apple. And, but it's a fun thing to do, you know, once a year, uh, go to a, um, pumpkin patch. You mean $20 to get, you mean $20 to get one of your fillings and your teeth ripped out yeah, and then exactly. have to go to the emergency <laughs> dentist in the middle of the night? Oh yeah. Uh, Dude, yeah. I know where this, uh, this one pumpkin patched up in, um, Hartford. You could get one of the big, like 15 to 20 pounders for like 20 bucks. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to broke Tron, a pumpkin. Tron would drill a couple holes in there and use it as a flashlight. So that's cool. not the point. 
No, Tron, do you leave the seeds in there or do you put something else in there, like some kind of like jelly or what would you use? KY jelly, fire and ice. Fire and ice. Oh, God. <laughs> Icy hot. Oh, man. This is, this is, uh, yeah, off the rails. Um, New all time low. I'm going to yeah. hopefully be visiting small batch headquarters, Maximar, in two weeks. Bye. That'll be my spring break. Thanks for the invite. This is my brother down there. Well, you're going to probably be in Denver again for two months. If Tron's ready to start working, he's ready. He already knows how to Dude, restock gotta, the cooler. I, I got to pass this bartender's license. Thing I haven't taken it yet, Tron, ever. I did it at Havana, but I haven't done it at Lake Country. And I've been there like a year and eight months or some shit. Almost two years now. Fuck. Well, I, I think I got like 45 minutes left of it. <laughs> I wonder if he got like busted or something because I never did it once. And another thing too, like with the register, um, at night, you're not ringing up a, a ton of shit. So I think you'd be able to, if you come in Friday night, uh, I'll be there Friday night. I can show you the register. And if I leave for two months, I think you're ready to take on for at least Friday nights and then hopefully... Alex can do Thursdays. So I can go to. I don't know if I'm going to Denver yet. I mean, two months is a long fucking time. Hey, what was that cigar? That little cigar with the band that took up like ninety five percent of the actual cigar. You talk about the El Subti- Sub Sub. What's it called, Dom? El Subtimo. Is that the one you're talking yeah. about? No, because those have like, like seven. Tags. The one with like the seven on the band. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It was like seventeen dollars. Have you seen those, Chris? I've seen them, but I haven't haven't uh, looked into them much. Yeah, it's seventeen dollars for basically the torpedo of a cigar. Just a tip, huh? Yeah, just just a tip. <laughs> yeah, that's a little uh, crazy. Excessive. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's just a warhead. I do actually want to try one of those. Yeah, but uh, twenty bucks, uh, seventeen bucks. It's a lot of fucking money for a twenty minutes. You need small. a nub tool. It's required. We're yeah. putting a pipe. All right, Chris. What, what country are they from? Costa Rica. That's where they're oh, all. There, yeah. That's probably the same factory as like Atabay, Byron, you know, Bandolero. Um, also, uh, a lot of expensive stuff. M. Bombay. Yeah. Uses yep, that a, lot of, a lot of expensive cigars coming from there. <laughs> but it's a good um, factory. I mean, they make, make oh, yeah. I think it's California aficionado on Instagram. He smokes a lot of that El Santimo or whatever. From what I've noticed. And uh, Dom's not you. Speaking of Dom was making fun of me for all the all the posts I do on Facebook. Um one guy sent me a message. He's from Phoenix. He moved to Milwaukee. He's like, Man, you must really love social media. I'm like, dude, when you're working eighteen hours a day. And you're just waiting for shit, you know, waiting to work. You're, you're just random shit pops in your head and you just post it, you know? And that's the thing. It's like, my thing is you don't have to be friends with me on Facebook. You can delete me anytime. You know, I usually, if you're smoking a cigar, I'll accept a friend request. Karen. What are you talking about? No, I'm not being a Karen. I'm just saying. But being a Karen. If you don't like my views, you can unfollow me. That's pretty much it. Yeah, if you, if you well, hey, that's, that's like that, that's like Skip. I mean, Skip has said many times on many of his posts, like if you don't, this is my personal page. If you don't like it, there's the door. You know. Yeah, don't let the the door. 
Well, this isn't the airport. You don't have to announce your. Uh... No. <laughs> right. Not, not my intention. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever you say about me also reflects on Skip, Dom. So. Don't be an ass. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, are we still gonna we still gonna not bunk together, uh, room together? Weaselfest, you're gonna yeah, I'm a cheap skip? unless I have a house. I d- I don't by May. Oh no, I'm not gonna have a house. You don't want to yeah, you don't want to no, hold on. I to forgot, that I forgot. Um, I I'll, we'll probably get a, hot, a hotel room. Yeah, uh, I'm. I don't know because there's gonna be here's the thing. Like the reason I get to I I I'm able to stay there sometimes, not every time, but sometimes is. I'm the only fucker in Austin, but like when a uh, cigar hustler was in town, I got the boot and hustler, um, <laughs> you know, he gets the room, you know? So, um, I'll, all these people in town, there's no way I'm going to be able to, be, to secure. So we'll get our own, our own or, room. either that or go in with like uh, Rudy and a bunch of other guys, Airbnb. Yeah. Chris, are you down for that? Airbnb? Crib. Uh, possibly if, if I can go, like I said, I, so my, my situation at work is, uh, Oh, my Bluetooth thing cut out. I don't know if I sound different. Sorry. Um, you sound fine. Yeah, I'm. I'm basically waiting to see. So, so there's um, there's there was normally five guys in our department. Well, two of them retired right when the pandemic started, like a year ago, and they're not hiring any replacements yet because of just you know financial issues. So yeah, um, I'm the lowest of the three guys in seniority in the union. So if one of the other two guys, um, basically what what it depends on is if there's a show scheduled that weekend. So if both of those guys agree to cover those days and it doesn't incur any overtime to the company, then then I'll be able to, I'll be let off the leash. But if that doesn't happen, then they're going to move me to cover those days. And I I won't be able to, I won't get approved for days off basically. So just waiting to see, you know, have you been getting any any overtime? I haven't worked a minute of overtime in over a year at this point. Oh man. I tell everybody, I'm like, there goes my cigar budget. <laughs> well, luckily, you have enough cigars to last you 80 years. True. <laughs> Dude, that's how I was until like two weeks ago, man. <laughs> yep. Just had messed up yeah. stuff happen at uh, work. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Weasel Fest should be a good time. I think it's going to happen. I mean, there's, here's the thing. With the vaccine out, and I'm seeing people are starting to fucking fly again. I think we're we're finally fucking um, past this, man. Almost past this, man. And I'm just I just can't wait for stuff to get back, you know. Because if this would have been regular, when I put my transfer in for Austin, I would have been there in two weeks. Not, you know, like I put it in January first. Like I put it in in December, and then you have to put it in again at the start of the new year. I would have been called. I would have been in there before spring break, you know. So um, yeah. hopefully, when summer happens, because here's the thing with Austin. Austin is it's one of those cities that all the California people are flocking to. So it's going to be, people are going to, they're going to need people. Um, people are going to start flying again. And Austin is a big city for us. You know, one of the original probably five stations we opened, but Austin, yeah. I think a lot of people, it's expensive. So I could see some people, cause we opened up Colorado Springs. Two people went from Austin to Colorado Springs. We opened up Sarasota. One person from Austin went to Sarasota. So that's three openings. Um, so hopefully, you know, July, I might be able to get down there. So that's kind of another reason why I'm kind of hesitant of going to Denver for two months is like to come back and the come back basically the beginning of June 
And then who know, you know, what if they call me? It's like, it's just going to be quick. But the good thing is having a house here, I can leave most of my shit here and slowly move it, you know, cause it's, it's a big right, house right. and, um, I'm going to find somebody to take, um, I think I have a family member or somebody at work might take up, uh, one of my living space or whatever. And with my mortgage, it's, you, you won't be able to find a nice place for the same cost as my mortgage. So I should have no problem covering my mortgage and then I'll just build equity on it and then get my place in Austin, which is going to be outrageous. But I could see Austin being my, uh, being down there for at least five years. And the thing too, if I don't like Austin, I can easily transfer back to Milwaukee. Um, cause I actually like working in Milwaukee. I like the station. I don't like the winter anymore. Ever since I lost weight, I just way too fucking cold. So, well, gentlemen, I have to kick it. All right, Tron. Thank you. <laughs> Yep. Good talking Take to you. you I'll see you Friday. Yeah, so we uh, yeah. Chris, we haven't done a podcast in like three weeks. Just because, anytime. Yeah, I, I noticed. Like, I was kept checking. I'm like, I don't see any new episodes. Yeah, uh, yeah I need stuff to listen to while I'm changing light bulbs. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough too because I don't know what my schedule is until uh, noon the day before. So sometimes right. I'd be available, and then you know. Uh, Dom, I work nights, so it's like it was just hard to schedule something. And then the time I did have, Dom was uh, playing tummy sticks with a neighbor kid or something. The so, heck? so it was, he was always busy when we needed to do something. So. Wait, what's what's tummy sticks? Look it up. Oh, I just Tyler, it's so funny you mentioned that because I I hadn't heard anyone say that or said it myself in like ten years. And then just the other day, I, it popped into my head, and I, I was texting with a bunch of buddies from high school, and I I mentioned tummy sticks and, and <laughs> got some funny reactions. But <laughs> yeah, it's uh, what the heck, dude? <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would have been a good um word of the day for word your of the day, word tummy of the day. sticks. Yeah. Yeah. We have to use it. In what, what movie was it from? What, is that Wedding Crashers? Dude, that movie is great. That movie. That, is... That's what it was from, right? Yeah, that's where I got it from. I wish they made comedies like that anymore. With the PC culture, you can't make a comedy like that anymore. You could. I mean, you'd hear, you'd have some people, you know, upset about it. But you know, I think they honestly, I think they're only concerned when it's like someone who doesn't do that stuff for a living, like an actor or TV personality, whatever, says something. Like if a politician says that they want to like destroy them. But if, you know, Vince Vaughn said it, they'd be like, oh, that's hilarious. You know, <laughs> a little bit have of you, a double standard. Have you guys watched uh, WandaVision or the, uh, the, um, the, the new Marvel they came out with um, or the new Justice League Snyder Cut? Have you guys watched any of that? No. Um, I saw like part of the to. first two episodes of WandaVision and – I just wasn't into it. Once you get past those first two episodes, it gets better. I'm. That's what I, I heard, but I don't I, have time to just sit through things I'm not going to enjoy. Yeah, I only sat through it because I got a huge crush on Elizabeth Olsen, so that's the only reason why I watched it. And nice. she's got some nice outfits in there. Um, but uh, it was funny because I'll, I'll say this at work. It's like, dude, I got fucking nothing going on, and it's because it's all I do is I, I just fucking work and go home and – even like TV, there's nothing yeah. good on TV anymore, man. In sports, I'm not. No, they haven't. They haven't been able to make anything because of the pandemic. Like they just canceled all production on just about everything. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Mortal Kombat next month. 
Yeah, that looks kind of good. I'm Even you, Wonder Woman person, sucked. You're, you're the only person I know who's super busy because you work all the time, but you're bored at work. There's so, so much downtime. <laughs> well, here's the thing. In Milwaukee, I don't get bored because we have a good group of guys and uh, guys and girls. And we just, we kind of sit around and we literally just um, make fun of each other all day. Like uh, today I was, I had my, like I usually what I do with my hair because it's, I don't know if Chris, you can see this at all, but um, usually with yeah, my I'm, hair, I'm, I'm calling them. Son. Yeah, usually with my hair, um, I'll slick it back and put a hat on, or and then my hoodie over it, so you can't see how long my hair is. But it's nicer out, so um, um, I had my hair down or whatever, and I was working a gate with um, three three women, and uh, so it was three women and me, and some uh, some guy was like, oh, oh, look at that gate, it's all women working there. And then another person said, oh, who's the new girl? She's pretty beefy. Um, <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing, you know. It's because uh, um, my hair is pretty fucking long. And then they, and then I had, like right now it's kind of like parted down the center, but I had like the, the shag over and s- someone said, hey, 2020 called. They want their bangs back. And I'm like, oh, my God. Nice. But did, it, did you hear like a random voice from out in the, out in the crowd of people waiting for their plates? That's a huge bitch. <laughs> it's a big bitch. No, no, not yet. But uh, I, I, I am wearing some fun socks. They're Sonic the Hedgehog socks, and I've got a couple compliments about my socks, um, which is cool. Right. Um, got to get into that uh, sock war with V Cut. Oh no, I'm not Richie and G Fizzle. Well, I, I bought some Vans, and then everybody at work was talking about me wearing uh, Vans and white socks. So I'm like, well, let me dig out some of my uh, more uh, colorful socks here. And uh, um, so what the fuck was I going to say? Something about um, huge bitch. Uh, all right. So got, is there anything new coming out that we're looking forward to, anybody? Um. Sereno has something coming out. The Rose oh, yeah. on it. Uh, ooh, Chogui might be back. Yeah, I saw his. I saw Victor's post on Instagram. I think a couple weeks ago. I'm like, that's foreboding. You know, like. Yeah. Well, he's done, he's done a few posts <laughs> now. Yeah. Interesting. I don't. I. I don't. There's really nothing too crazy on the radar. I'm looking forward to, like I. I looked through Skip's, uh, you know, the production, you know, the half wheel article that was uh, all the information from Skip about all their releases for this year and lots of good stuff on there to look forward to. Um, and I know, I know Pete has a bunch of stuff coming down the pipe, um, you know, cool little, little projects and stuff. So, you know, yeah, the monster mash, I think is coming out trade show. Yep. Um, that crown heads, is that a TAA? That they kind of oh yeah the one first run yeah it was supposed to come out last year. I've heard good right, things the, uh, about that one. Yeah, it's like the Fallen Angel or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to come out last year, and then they just pushed it back. But I heard then there was something I think on Half Wheel that said that um, they completely revamped the entire, like redid the blend and everything from scratch. So like, hmm. so like I guess whatever cigar was supposed to come out last year, they, you know. After sitting for a year, they were like, "Oh, these suck." <laughs> Start over. <laughs> like what? Like how did that happen? Like it's yeah. kind of weird. Dom, have you tried that Crown Heads I sent you? The uh, 
Not yet, no. Sanctuary was it? Uh, I don't know the name of it. I was going to try to save it for a analogy, but I haven't done one yeah. in a while. I know you were excited. You had mentioned it, and that kind of surprised it that because that was something you were into, and that kind of surprised it when I was down in Austin. Um, I picked one up for you. Yeah, it's on my radar. Oh yeah, you. Did have you it. see the? Um, see that there's a some sort of an anniversary cigar for JR Cigars um, from Crownheads. Oh yeah, I saw like that. A, yeah. Oh, um, sister like a church. Churchill. There wasn't much in the media. Yeah, Mother Church. Yeah, Mother Church, I, I didn't see anything in the media, um, but it was. Uh, it's made at that Pachardo factory, so you know. Oh, and it like should be good then. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually where I got the idea for the song I opened with today, Tyler. Oh my God! Because Mother Church, Sister Christian. That's a stretch. Oh, I come on, it's there. Sounds similar. Yeah. I, um, Chris, do you know that song by was it Night Ranger, Sister Christian? Yeah, everybody do, knows do. that song. You okay? You were acting yeah, like you never, never heard Boogie before. <laughs> I couldn't think of the name. Boogie Nights, you know that song. I have a Boogie Nights poster up my stairs, going into my uh, layer upstairs. I love Boogie Nights. What a fucking tragic fucking film. Have you seen that, Dom? Oh, it's just wonderful. Yeah, I can't believe you watched it's that, awesome. Dom. It's, it's a great movie. Oh my god, I just William like H Macy's character, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, it's just awesome. So, so many good scenes in that, like, just priceless. Yeah, some motherfucker said it was too long, and I said, you have no taste in movies. <laughs> Only thing bad about Boogie Nights is because he made that movie, his next movie, he could do whatever the fuck he wanted to do, and he came out with Magnolia, and that movie sucked. <laughs> I didn't think it sucked. I mean, I thought it was a little artsy, you know, a little uh, contemporary, but... um but it, nothing, nothing close to Boogie Nights. Like I mean, Boogie Nights was just the character development is just amazing in that. Like seeing the whole thing and how their lives just basically fall apart. You know? Yeah. Just very realistic and like you said, tragic. Like, but after seeing that, I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely not going into porn after I watch it. <laughs> I would have been the Ron Jeremy of a. That's my typical album. response to women when they're like, "Dude, you should be in porn." I'm like. <laughs> Have you ever seen Boogie Nights? Like, well, why would I do that to my It's not all uh, uh, teddy bears and, and uh, uh, flowers. I don't know what the fuck the saying is. Okay, kind of off that note, why, like, looking through hashtag cigar on Instagram, why is, like, smoking fetish with cigarettes a thing? I don't understand the, the draw. With cigarettes? Um, yeah, and they hashtag cigars. Like, I don't, yeah. why are you doing this? I don't know. It's it's funny. There is a market for like, like uh, uh, I know um, Chris is probably McClellan, that guy who used to own McClellan. He was a big time cigarette smoker, and he would smoke like cigarettes from like the nineteen seventies and the eighties. He would go out and spend yeah. crazy money. I can't remember his name. McNeil. Um, it was Neil. yeah, Mike McNeil. Yeah, Mike McNeil. He is a fucking yeah. riot. Yeah. But I respect the hell him. out of him. I've met him at the St. Louis Pipe Show and the Chicago Pipe Show. I, I respect yeah. the hell out of him because he couldn't get that tobacco anymore. So he's like, we're just going to shut down. You know, and that's yeah. when Cornell and Deal came out, and then they had all that mold problem with all their blender yeah. molding yep. in the tin. It's like, yeah, age this tin for 10 years, but there are the right. chances to be all fucking molded. Right. right. Tragic, but um, 
Yeah, I, I, that's one of those things that I remember. Like, I remember McClellan's just from, you know, 20 years ago when I worked at a, at a smoke shop and, and uh, you know, just always iconic, like, and not just the, the artwork and the, the look of the tins, you know, through the years, but like the, uh, just the aroma of the tobacco, like smoked, unsmoked, like everything about it was so original and authentic, you know, just, you know, really uh, sad to see that company like that go away. But yeah, the, the top. I'm sure he would... uh, made money. Yeah, the topping they use was like it smelled like ketchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, vinegar is a preservative, so yeah, you know, if people would say, "Oh, it, it smells like vinegar," I'm like, "Yeah, that's what it is. Like that's what they're using to preserve the tobacco." That was always, you know, a traditional method of of preservation. But and uh, like I'm sure, the... I'm sure if Mukau Rich was on, he could confirm which which book. <laughs> Yeah, which you know, book? has that information in it. <laughs> um, I like like the Christmas cheer was always a fucking hit. The the Frog Morton, and then some of the the stuff they did with cigar leaves in there. Um, yeah. and then like the old Cornell and Deal stuff was pretty like uh, what's the morbid? Some of the some of the um some of the artwork I liked it, and then they switched it all like Five O'clock Shadow. If you ever look at yeah. that old tin art, like it's like yeah. depressing, and the guys at his office and the clock, you know, it's just everything about it was just like, and then, uh, yeah. you know, uh, there's not, I don't think there's any good pipe tobacco out there really. I mean, Cornell and deal. I haven't some of the warp stuff. I haven't had any of the warp stuff, but Sutliff doesn't blow me yeah. away. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. who I forgot I mean, who was making <laughs> Peterson, but I think Sutliff. Well, Pete, Peterson, you know, when they acquired the Dunhill brands, that's um, what I meant. I, yeah. I, I can't, I can't remember where, where and when I read it. I mean, it was, you know, a couple of years ago when that all went down, but they, they did say that, um, you know, the factory and the process and stuff wasn't changing. And then I've, I haven't smoked any since, but, um, I, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of people say that they can't tell a difference, you know, and of course there's going to be some that say, Oh, it's totally different, but you know, when you see enough people say that it's the same, then leads you to believe that's the case. Uh, yeah, because I sent Nick some old Dunhill uh, nightcap and early morning pipe, and he's smoking the new stuff too. So he, I, if he thinks everything's the same, then I trust Nick's palate. Probably he probably has one of the better palates out there. Did, did he tease something coming up with like a Corona Extra or something? Yeah, he teased, he teased something. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know what. You, you remember, did you either of you guys see his post a couple, it was like maybe a month and a half ago about the, uh, the, the cigar that he did for that. I want to say it's called the Owl, Owlier Shop or Owl, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I just yeah. had one of the original releases uh, two days ago. Yeah. So I was perusing through Half Wheel or something and, and stumbled upon the article talking about those when they released it, when he first did them a couple of years ago like a week before he posted that. And I even went to their website and was like, I wonder if they still have any of those. And I didn't see anything on their website. So I'm like, I'd be interested in getting some of those and I should probably call them, but I don't have time now. I got to get to work. And then I just totally forgot about it. And like a few days later, he posted that. And so one of the regular guys you see on Facebook was like, Oh, I just called them. They just sold the last box. And I was like, oh. damn it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I should have followed my instinct and called them. I think it's based on the Tabernacle, and then the um, the Paul Bunyan, which Nick sent me a couple of those. That's based on the Havana seed, I believe. Tabernacle he did for oh, cool. uh, Eminem's uh, uh, manager or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, all right, guys, I gotta wrap it up. I gotta be back at work at five a.m. Another twelve-hour day. So. Oh, fun. Yeah, but we got we got one in the books. Um, nice. 
Hi. Chris, we got to have you on again for us. Uh, the circle nerd, circle, circle her. Yeah, heck yeah. Um, I'm always down for those nerd out. Yeah, it's we did play a little bit of catch up tonight. This. Uh, yeah. Anything else, Dom? You want to wrap hit before we take off? No, I'm good. All right. Thanks. Thank you, Chris. We appreciate cool. it, man. Yeah. It's always thanks for having me on again. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for sending me the text about why my palate was fucked up in Denver. I think that that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we need, we need to talk to like a true expert at some point, like whether it's, yeah, I'm not, you know, doesn't not even say like on the podcast, just like find somebody who can explain the science behind this and, and like, you know, document it and then spread it around the entire cigar community. That's you, man. I'm tasking you with that. That's your home. Uh, I, I know. I know some doctors and stuff, but I, yeah, I don't know any like, you know, physiologists or whatever, whoever would be, you know, an expert with that stuff, but we'll, we'll keep an eye peeled for it. So. Yeah. We find somebody. I'm asking about that spinach and cheese. It's a thing. I remember uh, Mo from Patina had a chimichurri down in Nicaragua, and it ruined his palate the rest of the day. He's like, I just wasted a whole fucking day here because I had that fucking chimichurri at lunch. <laughs> he was so pissed. Oh, it's so good, though. And then Mo was like, dude, you're smoking too much. I need you to have a fresh palate. I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't stop smoking. <laughs> it's an addiction. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Yep. Thanks. Um, we'll, we'll be back next week. I think we have, uh, you got to email, uh, oh fuck. I don't know if I'm going to Denver yet. We got to get Casey and Tony on from Crux. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank cool. you. Rock cool. and roll. Yep. God bless. So long, boys. Talk to you. Yeah. <laughs>